On today's episode, we have Tom Sparrow. Sparrow. Pretty special for you. And, and this has been something that we've been talking about a lot before we had him on. And and yeah, I finally got to chat to him. I said it in the episode. It was my dream guest in some ways because this person means so much to me. And yeah, it was amazing today talking to Tommy Sparrow and his hero, his parents. It wasn't just one. It was both of them. It was both of them. And it was really special because it's the first time we got to call both parents. We had two phone calls on the episode. And as we said, Dan, it was really special to me because this was someone who was a hero for me. And we had our ups and downs. And we talk about that on the episode in our intro and about how much Tommy meant to me and still does. But how we had these things and these, we didn't talk. We didn't uh, air it out. Yeah, we didn't air it out, but it was special to be able to do it on this format like this. So everybody, I hope you enjoyed today's episode as we chat with Tommy Sparrow and his heroes, his parents. Ciao for now. Welcome to the Triple H Podcast, where we embrace vulnerability and encourage authenticity as we have meaningful conversations with the people in our lives. We're your hosts, Dan and Jed, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's Jed and Dan. And Dan. Thank God. I was worried it was someone else there, but luckily it's you. That. We would never want that. Jeez, all the people now staying. It's good. So they realize I'm here so we can. Yeah, that we lost a few listeners there, yeah. didn't we? For a second, they were like, oh, we're not going to listen then. Dan, like, yeah. how are you feeling? You just smacked down a couple of Scotch fingers and a can of Red Bull. That is my favorite biscuit by far. Scotch finger? Yeah. No, no. The shortbread. Yep. That is definitely my favourite aunt. Little cream biscuit. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours? Yeah, a little number. Uh, definitely a Scotch finger with the chocolate. Can't go past it. Solid. Solid Bicky. Can't go wrong with one nah, of those nah, little nah, packets, nah, like nah, the nah, Arnott's nah. packets with, like, with the You do a few of those. You do a few of those shortbread ones. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. Scotch fingers, you can go through a whole pack. You get it with a cup of tea. It's just, it's next level. It's like tiers. It's S tier. Well, what's, yeah. what's the worst then? What's the ones that get just left at the end? Uh, the ones with the orange filling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know cool. what they're called. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they're universally known as the shittest Arnott's bisc- Biscuit. But hey, if you're listening to this right now and you love that orange biscuit, well, I'm sorry. Hats off to you though. Hats off. Hey, different strokes, different folks. More, You get more of it then. Absolutely. No it. It's like a box of favourites. Usually the Turkish Delight gets left to the end. But if you're a big Turkish Delight fan, then you're buzzing. You like Turkish Delights? Like I don't, I'm not against it. I don't mind it. That's messed up. But um, I'll, I'll have anything from a favourites box. When we when we just smacked that box of favourites on our drive to Melbourne, you didn't like any of them. You well, didn't like crunchy. I do no. Like, okay, here's the like thing. Turkish I do. Uh, I like them. I do like them. I like crunchy. I like cherry ripes. But like, if I like, it, it wasn't a full box of favourites. It was like a little mini bag. bag. It was a fun, fun bag. bag. I don't want to waste my time. If there's boost in there, yeah. I'm having them. Boost and underrated morrows. Or Moro, or whatever you pronounce it. Yeah. Underrated. Underrated. They're like a little secondary, like the brother of a boost. Yeah, I used to like them when I was probably about like seven and then I grew up and then started having more of a an appropriate acquired taste and, and I grew up and I could actually eat a crunchy without crying. So That's awesome. Yeah, Dan, was what was the last piece of fruit you ate? Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Dan, we've got someone sitting across from us. Where, where are we sat right now? We're actually at Red Bull. So we are. Shout, shout out. out. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Red Bull in their Victoria office. Um, I was really lucky. I, I worked Red Bull for a year and had some amazing times there and some of the best people I've ever, man, best people. As, um, as most people know, I have ADHD. So this Red Bull has made me 
bouncing wired. off bouncing off the roof. Wired. So no, I I, um, I worked goes. at Red Bull in 2021, and as we've talked about, 2021 was pretty shitty for both of us, Dan. But Red Bull really helped me a lot, and especially to my my boss at the time, L. Yeah. Um, who's now doing amazing things in Sydney. She's just the reason I probably am doing this to be completely honest, because she really helped me get through what I was going through, my fatigue. And she was, she went for walks with me after shifts. I'd be crying in her office cause I was so tired or it's awesome you when know, you was can feeling have, so sad. When you can have um, like bosses that actually care about you more than Truly. just doing a job. And we'll sure we, um, we'll hear about that from our guest. I'm sure his boss cares about him as lo- a lot too, from what I've heard of. So no, you're so right. I mean, having bosses is really special. Sometimes they can be really average and a bit shitty, but when they kind of level with you as a human, it's really special. But so yeah, we're here in Red Bull and there's probably a, another place we could have done this interview, but this pr- feels pretty fitting due to Red Bull's connections with this company and this person. And and it's uh, all about the brand. There's one thing Red Bull taught me. It's all about premium and we're looking pretty premium in here with our cans, our sugar-free, and they are facing the camera if there was one because you always got to face the camera. But yeah, I'll give this person an intro. He probably doesn't know this, but, but I'm going to get really emotional here. This is... Um, this is someone who I played footy with uh, when I was 16 and I don't think he knows the impact he had on on my life. We talk a lot about heroes and when we uh, played together, this was um, my hero. Um, when that one year we played together, we had this really amazing connection and, and, and um, I felt like I, I really struggled as a younger person with friends. I was always a bit of an outcast. I never drank. Um, and nor did this person. I remember him and I would always speak about the troubles of not drinking or maybe feeling like a bit left out. And so this person and I just kind of really got this really close bond and played games together, did Pokemon Go together. His nickname on my phone is still Kabul because I think that was a Pokemon or something like that. It was some sort of connection to Pokemon. Or And he was like my hero. Every time I stepped onto the field and, and, and went into the midfield with him, I, I stood that much taller. And I never really got the chance to say it. And that's why I was so, so keen to do it. This episode and and yeah, it was the first time in my life I'd ever really been with someone, like working with them. And they were, he's younger than me, but he was my hero. I looked up to you so much. I'm going to put it into the first person now, but I looked up, I looked so much up to him. I Every time he did anything, I, oh, fuck. I, I could talk for hours and hours about how much you mean to me. And I don't think I've ever really said that. And I, and I, yeah, this means a lot. This is probably the episode that means the most to me out of all of them that we've done. That's why, yeah, it's so special to have Tommy Sparrow on the podcast. Tom, how are you? Um, well, thank you. And thanks for those words, mate. That was, uh, I definitely didn't, didn't know how much I meant to you, but you know, hearing that from you, um, it's pretty special of what impact I can have without even knowing. So, mate, I'm, it's a privilege to be here, be here with you. I haven't seen you in a while, so it's good and good to catch up. So, and again, thanks for those words. That was yeah, pretty cool. You do do the best introductions, that's for sure. Especially uh, for someone you've, you've. I've been sitting on that one for yeah. a long time. I'd <laughs> he could, he, we, I, I've felt it from him as well, and it's special that you've been able to do that. And and it's cool. Like we talk about how it's so cool that we've got heroes and people we look up to. But when you get to have those moments where you tell them to their face and. Yeah, it must be special. It, many memories for you back playing with Jed. Can you give us? Can you give the listeners and all the fans what what was Jed oh like as a, as a teammate? Can't basically? remember anymore. Nah, nah. He was he was just a ball of energy. You know, yeah. Obviously, being a bit bit older than me, he was someone that I look up to as well as being a more mature figure. But also, he drove the energy when we were playing, when we were training and stuff like that. Um, he was the one that stood out when I first got to when I first got to the club. You know, he was the one running 
running the show, getting the boys up and about. So um, he definitely made my time feel more welcome. So, I mean, I guess this is sort of reciprocated a bit. Like I said before, just a lot of energy, um, getting us all up, ready to go each week. Yeah, talking a bit of shit to the opposition, stuff like that. It always gets up and about, that's for he sure. He hasn't lost it. I can tell you this, Tommy, his energy at our local footy club is just infectious. Like so, the, the, everyone will be a little bit flat, not flat, but just neutral and, and medium. Everyone's like, okay, come on, let's do it. And then he'll come in and be grabbing people. He's like, come on. And he'll be doing <laughs> the circle, running on the spot number thing, and he'll be pushing people and getting them up, and, and people love it. And, and it seems like you haven't lost that, Jed. You know when you're on, when uh, when Jed's up and about, you're about to have a good day. So it was almost, almost the barometer, I'd say, for the team. When you're up and about, we're up and about. Your bodyguard. You'd feel, you feel like you can just focus on playing and he's just that midfielder. He's like, yeah, got Because I wasn't very good. Like, <laughs> like objectively, I wasn't very good at football. As, as we're talking to as, an AFL football. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And you, you that, put, you, that yeah. sort of scale. No, no, no. And, I, and we knew that. Like, I knew I was never that great. Was I rocking the helmet? I was rocking the helmet in that year. You no, I wasn't. No, I took it off. No, that was my last. I didn't. I, that was my first year without a helmet. I grew up. I took the helmet off. But no, I, um, and that was what I prided myself on was like contested ball. And so then to be like, I remember Tommy came in. And I remember it was his first game. It was a Friday night. And. How many years to play finally? Uh, I played the one season. Yeah. Yep. And hey, then cool. he, it was, <laughs> he didn't really know anyone. It was kind of like our type with Matilda that yeah. night that we had. Shout out Matilda Shoals. But. He came on, like he was start, he started on the bench. Three of us started on the bench. It was you, me, and, and someone else. I think it was maybe Rash or it was maybe like Sumner. Tom must be, Sumner must be nice having Tom Sparrow just casually on the bench. It was oh, on you the bench. rotate, mate. No, no, it was on the bench. I think we were on the bench. It was some sort of weird reason we had to start everyone off. Maybe we hadn't qualified you yet and we're cheating. But what Tom <laughs> did was the first pretty much contest, it's a f- like 45 out on the boundary and Tom just slots it perfectly. Like it was a stoppage and then out came Tom and kicked it. And we all, I remember I looked at my stepdad, I looked at Neil and I went, uh, all right, we're, uh, we're, I, reckon <laughs> we're, I reckon we're good here. So, uh, like, having, you, like you needed any more talent on your we team. We did. We like, did. Like, no, no, no. Relax, buddy. It's not the team you're talking about. All right. Just because you lost Woody games and I, you know, beat you every time. But it's, it's funny that you're here, Tommy. On this pod, we love to be vulnerable and be real and have serious chats. And I think it's important that I do this because you touched on like, it's, it's nice to catch up since the last time we caught up. Can you remember the last time we caught up? I'm going to say we played against each other. I reckon you're in year 12 and I was in year 11. PAC versus Scotch. Scotch. And you were annoying the shit out of me that day. Like I said before, ball of energy. This bloke was just hitting me and... Bump for me and I was man, I was off him this day. It was like, were you tagging me? I don't know, but it was annoying. It was annoying to play against. I just feel for all those teams in the under sixteens that would have had to deal with this bloke. I um it it's uh it's it's funny um that you say that that I was annoying. Looking back on it, it's it's funny. I I remember rocking up that day and playing PAC and I hadn't I hadn't seen you in a while. And 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 what I'm about to say, we can have a chat about it and it's gonna be great. And I, I bet you'll go, Oh my god, I didn't even know that. But I remember I was so excited to see you because I felt like I hadn't seen you in so long. So I walk on over, you're chatting to Slads. I can still remember it. It just had a big impact on me and it's probably why. And I've held it, you know, I've never really spoken to you about it, but I walked on over to you and I said, I was so excited. We used to do that weird like monkey dance to one another or something stupid. We used to do some sort of dance to one another every time you'd walk and it was from, I don't know, Pokemon Go or some shit. But then I walked over and I, big ball of energy. And I just felt like you blew me off. I felt like you gave me just no bars. 
Like I remember feeling like, yeah, like I just, you know what I mean? My hero had just blown me off. Because in my mind, I, you could ask anyone from my year, you could ask my ex-fucking-girlfriend. She knew how much you meant to me. You were like the dude. And then I remember going up to you and then kind of just not really receiving probably what I wanted to. I probably wanted this big cuddle, a hug, a big up and like, let's go. Like we're, we're here together. And I remember walking into the change rooms and Charlie Chops, uh, Charlie Morgan came up to me. What's the matter? And I went, Tommy Sparrow just blew me off. I just gave me nothing. And he told the coach and I was um on the verge of tears. And then he told the coach. And so the coach came up to me and said, Jed, I want you to, because I was a real, like a real emotional sort of player. I wasn't, you know, talent skillful. So I, I needed you know, barometer, if I was like invested, I was going to really commit. And so then he said, I want you to tag Tommy Sparrow. And I was like, yeah, of course. And so then the first, before the game, I think I punched you square in the chest. I think you went, hey, Jed. And I just like loaded up and I hit you because I was so um, gutted because I felt like I'd, I'd lost a best friend and not only a, a best friend, I, I felt like I'd lost someone who um, meant the world to me in that, in that like childish year 12, 17 year old sort of way. When you look back, it's hilarious. And then I remember the game was brutal and we put on a good first half. We were only down by six goals. We were like, okay, we're on here. And then we ended up losing by 180. But, <laughs> but I remember walking off. I remember just one of the toughest moments ever. Chops put his arm around me and I just wept. And then we went into the change rooms and I wept and I wept and I cried and heard you guys sing the song. And I just sat there hand in my hands, like, sorry, head in my hands, just like crying like crying so, so much. And I, so ridiculous. It's, it's nice getting this off my chest and saying this to you now, but, and you're probably being like, what the fuck is this dude on about? But it, I remember like my stepdad being like, what's the matter? And I just go like, I am so sad. I remember going to my girlfriends at the time that night and just crying in her bed. I cry. I was honest, like it was a real sad moment for me. And I've always had it on my chest. I've always felt it. I don't know. And I just, and it's hilarious that you, you like last time we saw it was that game. And I just, yeah, yeah. that was why I was such a prick to be completely honest, because I had felt so blown off by you. Yeah. I, I remember, I don't remember that first bit. So clearly me blowing you off. I obviously don't think I did that, but you know, when your head's in the game, you're just focusing on, on playing. But there, I do remember you are uh, coming to tag me a bit and I didn't know that that's how you felt. And to be honest, it's pretty confronting to hear that because yeah. you never want to make anyone feel like that. And yeah, to me at the time, it was just annoying. And it was annoying to be tagged, but, and I'm pretty sure you did a pretty good job, but yeah, but still it's, you don't want to be perceived that way, but there, when you're playing, you just in, in your, in your zone. And for that hour and a half, two hours, uh, the other team, they're not your friends, but I mean, after the game, you have a laugh about it and you, um, you have a joke and, and stuff like that. But Mate, to hear that, it's uh, it's pretty brave to open up and say those things. So, mate, I didn't want to put you in that position. I didn't know that's the effect that I had. But, no, I knew that was never going to be um, the case. I, I, tensors were high in that game. I even remember chops and that and got into you. Things were getting pretty heated and even Daniel, like, we were just, yeah, going after each other. But that's the joys of sport. You you play. Um, Especially when you're 17 and 18-year-old. Exactly. Like you look at someone and you want to fight. Like Yeah, but then after the game, look, you're still mates. Like, at the end of the day... Game of footy. I wish so. I had the courage back then to say what I just said. Obviously, I wasn't. I was a 17 year old, and I feel like I'm over my teenage angst in some ways, and I can have that chat. I always wish I did. One of my biggest regrets from school is not speaking to you about that earlier because I feel like I've missed a lot of your life that I really wished I was a part of because you are one special human being. You are such an incredible dude. You're doing amazing things, and I. I just, yeah, I look, I don't want this to be the, uh, the Jed Wolford crying podcast. <laughs> I, um, I, I just, Tommy, I, I can't stress this enough to me. You are like my 
like hero. You are easily one of the best people I've ever met in my life. And I just think you're just, I'm sorry. I say that all for the mic. <laughs> I say that all for the recording. I, j- I just can't stress it enough, man, how, how highly I think of you. And, and I'm, I wish I, I wish I had the courage to say that earlier. Pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy to hear that. You know, you don't, <laughs> no one's really said that to me before. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool to know you can have that, that impact on someone. Um, even without thinking about it, like I would never have thought that. Um, even coming here today, I would have never thought that. But to hear it come from you face to face is something that's this is going to resonate with me for the rest of rest of my life. This someone's opened up and said, you know, you're one of my heroes. So it's uh, pretty cool to be a part of that. What, what would you say? One thing that that makes Tom a hero? Because you, you just said you're a hero, and I love you, and you do and think. What what would those things be then for <sighs> people listening? Thinking back, right, like to when I was 16. Um, it sounds silly. It made me feel really safe. You know, and I felt really seen by him. I felt like I could talk to him about anything. And it was the first time I felt really not judged by anybody. I, I went a lot of high school years, bit of chip on my shoulder thinking life was all bad and I was miserable or life was shit and stuff. And then having Tom, it was like the first time I felt like I had a really close friend. Who didn't judge you for, for who you Whatever, were. Whatever. Or I just felt like me. I just felt like I was able to be me around him. I felt seen and that's the way I would put it. And, 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 and that's a footy sense, but far out like I just I just I can't like I just I it just yeah he's look I can I can talk more superficial things I can say you know he's hilarious he's quick-witted he's he's quiet but then when you get him on like a good moment he'll say some of the funniest things you've ever heard you can say all that sort of stuff you can talk about his footy skills like every time we played footy together I remember it was a one moment there's one clear moment that solidifies our relationship I think it was grand final and we got pumped that day but it was a good day. Um, it was nice to be playing a granny and yeah, it's nice always to, nice, nice to be there. Nice to lose a grand final as well for once. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting into Tom. and um, What team were, were you playing? Smosh. They were getting into Tommy and I remember my whole family came and it was like the first time my whole family had come to a, a game really in some ways, like milestone game obviously. And they were getting into him right in front of my parents. So I stormed on over I remember, and I like pretty much like clotheslined this bloke, like almost over the barrel. Like I just grabbed this dude by his Guernsey and was like holding him. And I was like, don't you fucking touch Tommy. Like that's like, don't you dare, don't you dare touch Tommy. Like, don't you dare, I'll kill you. Like, don't, don't touch Tommy. And I remember my mum was like, Jed, stop it, Jed. Like I was starting a little fight. My brothers were hyping me up. And I remember Tommy then got into him. And I don't know, I just, I just remember that clear as day. Like I was, I remember I didn't even think about the game, the ball, anything. I just saw that was happening to Tom and I was like, I just sprinted. Like I remember sprinting. Like I was like, I got your back. Yeah, I got your back. So I just, I just, I don't know. I, that was a, that was a clear moment. Yeah. It reminded me of the start of the podcast where I said Jed was getting in fights. So there's just a little example of yeah. what it was like week in, week out. I was a bit of a hot Stirring head. it up. Well, it's hard. I was just, uh, it's fair enough. I was tagging people each week. I deserve to be beaten up. <laughs> I was annoying. I was Ryan Crowley of under-16s. You need that teammate. You, need you do. Everyone needs him. To give you a bit of energy. Sometimes you need a bit of a scrap to get yourself oh, for up. For sure. Every, every, every team needs a needs that player. And, and look at the basketball, Pat Beverly. He's sure his role am, and Draymond, am, their, role, Pat their role is Pat not Bev. to drop 30, <laughs> 10 and 10. Their role is just to talk shit and wrap people play, up. I had some good games. I can <laughs> um, play. Jed talked about some traits that he thought of you and we rattled them off. For you, what's a personal trait that you like You like to think that is your probably your best? Or, or when you go to the footy club, what do people say when they think Tom Sparrow? I like to think I'm pretty pretty humble. What's helped with that, do you reckon? Uh, I don't know. I just – I don't think I like to be the centre of attention. I think I like to sort of look at things a lot. And, like, I like being involved, but I also like observing heaps. Yeah, for me, being someone who's humble is – 
value that I like in other people as well. So I think if I can come across that way and sort of just be like any other regular dude and, you know, just have normal conversations and not try to make things about me, then then I'm happy to do that. And I think especially when I first get into group situations, that's one thing I I try to do. I don't try to uh, make a fool myself and try and try and get out there. I just sort of, you know, I feel where my place is and just try and mingle and earn my respect first. So, yeah, if I was to say one thing, it'd probably be a bit of humility. Um, I don't know if you can attest for that, but Jed, but that's how I like to, 100%. That's what I like to think anyway. Uh, yeah, I, and it's even it's, it's amazing that you can say that as a 21-year-old. You're 21? 22. 22. 22. Yeah, it, it's amazing to see that carried on. And that's why I think I love Tommy so much as well is he went to a really nice private school. That's, pro- that's probably a part of it as well, while we connected so much. Like I, I was at Scotch, you were at Prince's, but I felt like we were both – humble people and maybe humble somewhat families and things those, like that. Like in I, that environment. Yeah. Well. Like in a, in a really kind of prestigious environment. I didn't, I wasn't the, like a, a scotchy really. I, you know, I could have poster boy. And you were probably similar in situation playing footy and, and being like that. So I'm um, so humble. He just rocked up and, and just, it, but like he, he rocked up and was like just on the bench kind of quiet. But now we look at him. He's like a, a premiership player. He's playing every week. He's just like a gun, like incredible, incredible player. But he he would have like sat on the bench if he could. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, I don't mean he wouldn't have sat on the bench, but like, I just mean like he, it wasn't like he was, look at me, look at me. I'm going to, yeah, it's I just. Think it's, it's my turn to sit on the bench. I'll sit on the bench. Like, yeah. His coach says you start on the bench. That's how it goes. Like, I'll get my turn eventually. That's just how it is. So. I think that's probably one of the reasons why you've had success because as a coach myself, the players that I love to coach the most are the ones that like, mate, you tell me where to play and I'll play the best I can for you. And the, and the, the coaches award parent would like say, I'll say like, they're the players that you'd love to have. And I'm sure that that's probably a player that you would have been and, and still are. And it's one of the reasons why you are consistently playing football week in and week out, because wherever Simon wants you to play, you're going to do the best job you can be. If that's midfield, if that's half back, if that's a full forward, wherever you play, you're going to, you're going to do a good job. I think it's uh, some things don't change. I start on the bench most games as well up here, up in the top level. So get a, get a view. You can that's work right. out, okay, yeah. gauge who, who, who's looking good, who's you, not. You come on, fresh legs, everyone's a bit tired. You yeah. know, it's, it's a positive. Looking you know? good. It's good. I think, um, I think you talked about some really good traits about being humble and and just being relatable and and going into any situation with not having a big head do you reckon some of your heroes have had the same things and and has almost encouraged you to to be that sort of person yeah i think so i think i get a lot of uh a lot of my personality traits from mum and dad um obviously they'd be my heroes uh it's pretty cliche but uh it's true they are yeah dad is very quiet very reserved um sort of guy mum is probably at the other end of the spectrum so She's loud. She loves entertaining people, being pretty spontaneous. So I've got a couple of sides to me. I started group situations. I'm sort of pretty pretty calm and reserved and not so out there. But once I get to know people, I can, uh, yeah, I can sort of show that, that side I get from my mum. So, yeah, I think it's good to have yeah those, those things, both things where you're reserved but can also have a bit of fun with people. But, yeah, I'd say they definitely come from from my parents and, and the way I've, way I've been brought up. So... Uh, yeah, full credit goes to those two for for where I am today. I'd say. How would you say your your dad shaped you then? Because like, because obviously your mum's a bit of the life of the party. Yeah, loves yeah. putting on events for family and friends. And yeah. how how's your then your dad have had a big impact on your life? What's your little bonding moments with your dad? I think yeah, I just really respect uh, my dad and the way he's gone about things. He dropped out of school in year nine or ten to work on the farm as a dairy farmer. Realised he didn't like that, went back to school as a 
senior student, uh, went back to uni, did all that and sort of, yeah, did everything late and then ended up getting a good job and, and stuff like that. So I really respected that side of him. You know, he, he might have made a mistake in the beginning and went back and fixed it and I think that was that was pretty cool, not just to just take that first initial decision and just go run with it. He actually said, nah, it's not what I want to be doing. I want to go back and change. So to hear that, it was sort of, it was pretty cool to know he sort of become a little bit vulnerable there and said, like, I, I made a mistake. I'm going to go back and try again. So for me, learning that as like a young fella was, was pretty cool, knowing that not everything goes smoothly in your life and there's ups and downs and that's one thing I've learned from him is just to just to write it out and um, not be ashamed. Just go your own path and you don't really have to do too much. Just do what you want to do. But I think as well for him, just being around him and see how he acts with other people. Pretty reserved. He's never boasting, nothing like that. So um, for me, just seeing that, I've just learnt. I like to go about it the same way. I just sort of get asked questions, answer them, but don't really make yourself the, the centre of attention. You know, he's had long relationships throughout his life and I – I've sort of gazed that the way he's gone about it is a is a good way to go about it, and I've just sort of followed suit, just yeah, just following his footsteps a bit. Have you had many vulnerable moments with him? Not really. He's like this is where it comes back to him being so reserved. He's don't really talk about like emotions and things like that. And well, I probably wouldn't say this. I haven't really said this to him, but <clears throat> like just how much he's done for me. Obviously, I, th- I think he would know like all the stuff like running around footy training, yeah. all that sort of thing. But it's all the stuff that you time you spend together. That's sort of you don't notice it at the time, but you look back on it and you think, oh, like all that's added up, and that's why I am who I am. The little things that you share with each other. If that's a movie that you guys always watch yeah, together, exactly. or if that's just something. I think a lot of it was we go camping heaps as a family, so we would travel. We've traveled pretty much all over Australia together, um, spending those moments. Um, you know, where it's just going on walks, like going to the beach, camping. There's heaps of things that we've done together that. I know it's like a lot of my friends haven't really done. So that's something that I definitely take, take for granted and like spending all that quality time <clears throat> with him and my family and how good that's been for me and developing that relationship and just being just being humble, like being happy with where you are and not having to do other things that others are. Like we, I remember we'd just go and go camping and all my other mates would be hanging out together and we'd just be out camping. Like it's – you look back on it and say that was worth it for sure and um, they're just moments I really cherish that I've done with him and, and mum and that. It's cool, like that idea of looking back on it now and reflecting and being able to be like those times you went camping and maybe your mates were hanging out or as I know a lot of time I wish I was just hanging out with mates. But now if I went back and I wouldn't change any of the time I spent driving in a car with my dad for anything. Yeah, those moments they, yeah, like you're saying, at the time they're like, oh, oh I want to be with my mates, yeah, I want to yeah. be playing PlayStation, I want to be going to the movies with them, going kissing girls, blah, 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 going to parties, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. You want to be anywhere but with your parents, but then you look back and you're like, right. Yeah, definitely. Even even just driving to football training, like I'd be on my learners and he'd be in the passenger seat um, and obviously he'd have to drive down with me, watch all training and drive back, but teaching me how to drive and stuff like that, it's just little things and you get to spend that time in the car together and, and talk about things. I mean, it's once again, looking back on it, it's those moments were uh, really valuable um, and at the time you, you don't really notice. And you don't know how much you're learning from them as well like just the chats you have it just you really absorb it like it's so precious like I remember every morning Neil and I would drive he would drop me to school every morning but that was kind of like our time that was what he called it like that was our time every morning it was like with Neil it was like a business meeting every morning was 30 minutes of business but nothing's changed nothing's changed but it was (laughs) but it was just like that sort of time and I, I don't 
I couldn't name one thing he said to me. I couldn't name one time we drove together, but I know all of them kind of came together and that precious time amalgamated into who I consider to be me. So I could, yeah, definitely relate to that. But one thing we love to do on the pod, if you don't know, you will know soon, but we love to not just leave those affirmations to the podcast. We like to get them out of these four walls, out of these microphones and into, yeah, into the universe. And we love to... Just give a ring because a lot of time in life we don't give a ring. Gosh, if I just gave Tommy a Sparrow a ring when I was uh, year 12, none of these uh, dr- anxieties I would have felt about this episode today would have been happening. So that's why it's so bloody important to just get on the phone and have that hard conversation or have the conversation to tell someone you love them. So Tommy, if you were keen, would you give someone, mum or dad a ring? Preferably I'd give both of them a ring. Let's do it. I, know, I think dad just tried to call me before. Why don't we call both? Yep. Let's do it. Done. Hey, Mum. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. Hang on, I'm just putting my airport in. <laughs> you do, what you doing? Nah, not too much. I'm just uh, sitting with a few mates. Um, oh, yeah. Having a chat. So, nah, look, there's uh, yeah. there's one part of the just, – uh, just on a podcast. Um, so there's one part of this uh, where you talk about your heroes – um, oh, and you, you just talk about them, but then you also tell them as well. So we, I just wanted to ring you and, oh, first of all, just say, oh, that you're my, one of my heroes. Um, and I just Aww. wanted to say thank you for, for everything that you've done for me. Um, <clears throat> you know, it definitely doesn't go unnoticed and you probably, half the time you probably think I hate you, but um, <laughs> I really don't. And I thank you for, for everything that you've you've done for me, whether it be just driving me to footy or um, making me breakfast in the off season, just things like Aww. that. I just, uh, really appreciate it. So oh, yeah, I, nice I can't money. thank you enough. Oh, is this a prank call or do you want some money? No, no, no. <laughs> what, what's uh, going on? No, is there it's a, a candid camera here hiding filming No, this? it's Jed. <laughs> it's, uh, it's no, there's no handy cam. It's not a prank call. Uh, Tommy's oh. on our podcast, the Triple H podcast, and what we like to do is oh. the first H stands for heroes. What we'd love to do is get him to call and say hello to his oh, hero and tell him why. so nice. Is it really Tommy? Is it Christian? Mom, it's, it's Tommy, me. I promise. It's me. It's, and it's also me, Jed, Jed Wolford from oh, Only Jets, under 16s, yes. if you remember me at all. No, 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 remember. no, it's fine. Oh, good, the boy with the helmet. No, I uh, love my jet time. <laughs> Tommy, yeah, Tommy's been really open and really vulnerable with us today and he just he wanted to give you a ring and just let you know which is really special that's very nice and we know that that's why we've done everything for tommy because we know he appreciates it and he deserves it and look where it's got him so i'd do it all again in a heartbeat tommy thanks mum. i love you but i do want those gucci buggy earrings for my birthday (laughs) mate (laughs) what does she want she wants these gucci Gucci earrings for her birthday all right we can make it happen Okay. We'll Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, he's a gemma. He's a gem of a boy. I, I would do it for anyone in a heartbeat, but especially Tommy because he's so funny. Has he told you any jokes? He's not not yet. No jokes actually. yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> we'll bug him. We'll make sure we get a joke before he goes. Don't we'll get him start. to tell a joke before he goes, all right? He's a good dancer, too. Oh, oh, oh visuals. Okay. What yeah. sort of dance moves? Go, Tom. What sort, go, Tom. Of, <laughs> what sort of dance moves are you thinking? <laughs> what sort of dance moves? What's his go-to? Uh, they're all off. They're all off Fortnite. <laughs> oh, a couple of Fortnite, Fortnite. dances. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite moves. All right. Love it. 
Love Thanks that. Thanks for the insight. Oh, now, 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 yeah. Tommy, now we know. Tommy's so red. I don't think I've seen Tommy as red when he's wearing his Melbourne Guernsey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Nice. Does he want to take it all back now? He doesn't love me as much as he did five minutes ago. Nah, he loves you. Don't be like that. <laughs> he just spoke He just spoke no, about you for about oh. 25 minutes, how, how nice yeah. you are. Wow. He's precious. You're all precious. <laughs> all right, Mum. <laughs> Thanks, All Christy. right. I love you. <laughs> love are you, you going to bring me later and tell me off? Uh, no. Probably. <laughs> not talking to me ever again. I guess we'll never know. I guess, I guess we'll, we'll find out. I we'll never know. I guess no. we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for ringing me and I wish you all, all the best. Thanks, Thank Mom. you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Just Fortnite, just, Fortnite moves, eh? Yeah, now, thanks for letting oh, us know that, Christy. Mom. Big shout out to you. Incredible. She is. Oh, you I, know what I'm saying? When she's like the life of the party, yeah. loves entertaining. I remember. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. It was wonderful. She's thrown you into the deep end, and now she, we're going to get some Fortnite moves of you. No, it's, sure. that was a lie. I don't. I don't dance. Don't hey, embrace it. It's okay. We, I we, don't we dance. love, we love dancing good. here. It's all dance. good. Don't worry, Tommy. <laughs> I think one of the coolest part about the podcast we've spoken many times is that you speak about these people, and then when we get to call them, it makes so much more sense. Like when we called Carly's mum the whole time, she's talking about. Uh, um, my mum is just the life of the party. Like yeah. I've literally got my own Instagram reel of just videos of my mum being her, and then <laughs> and then she picks up, and it's just like that. And yeah, you're like it same energy makes so much sense. And I'm sure you pick up so many things from her. So when you do feel comfortable around people, like right now, you start to yeah, come out yeah, your shell a bit yeah. more, and that's that's your mum sort of coming out of you, and then like you're a bit more reserved, and you'll take the step back, and you'll put others first, and that's your dad sort of coming out of you. It's awesome. Well, speaking of dad, let's give him a ring. Let's see what he's got to say. Dad's name again. Sorry, Tom. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Dad. Hello. Hang on, Tom. Yeah, good. And you? Yeah, good. Thank you. That's good. Um, what are you doing? I'm just doing work. What are you doing? <laughs> nah, I'm just uh, with a few mates having a chat. <clears throat> uh, yeah. On a podcast, you know, we. Oh uh, yeah. Just talking about uh. About our heroes in life, and yeah, we we've just been speaking about it, but now we're also just gonna expand on it and and tell those people um, how we feel. So you know, look, I just wanted to ring you. Um, I called mum just before; she was being a bit of a goose, as you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to ring you and say, pretty much say thank you and let you know that um, I really appreciate all that you've done for me, um, all the little things, uh, you know, just whether it be driving a footy training or, you know, going camping and things like that. Um, yeah, I haven't really had the chance to tell you. Um, and just wanted uh-huh. to ring you and say that I really appreciate everything that you've done for me and all those little things add up. And, yeah, looking back on it in hindsight, it's, I think it's one of the biggest reasons as to why I've become who I am. And um, yep. you are definitely a, a massive part of that. And, yeah, I can't can't thank you enough for, for everything that, that you've done. Oh, thanks, Tom. That's, um, that's really nice. It means a lot to hear that from you. And, um, you know, I guess it's your excited to hear it. I know, I know you think that way, um, you know, and you don't need to say it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's really nice to, to have you say that. So uh, thank you. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have any grief, any dramas. So we're, you know, we're super lucky to have have you as a son, we're super proud of everything you've achieved so far in your career and um, 
you know, we're, I'm super confident you're going to bigger and better things yet. And, um, yeah, you know, you're you. worth it. I think it's you know, it's been outstanding all the way through and you know, just a commitment to sheer passion playing footy is, is right out there and you know, the fact that you know, little things that you're doing like, you know, sitting in the swimming pool when it's three degrees outside and probably one degree in the pool, you know, for half an hour after training when you could be sitting in front of the fire. Sort of shows how dedicated you were to your, your, your sport, to your passion. Um, so, yeah, thanks. Made a lot. No, just, yeah, that's it. Just saying thank you pretty pretty much. And, yeah, I cool. just wanted to use the opportunity to tell you because yeah. you probably haven't heard me yeah. say that before, um, even though we've spent a lot of time together. So yeah, make yeah. sure that you uh, know that. Um, I think no, it's pretty important. It, thank so, you. No, yeah. it's, no, it's all thanks. good. No, yeah. thank you. Probably. Thank you, mate. Keep up the good work. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. All right, take care. All right, see you, Dad. It's pretty special. Um, nice to have that moment because, like, yeah. you can tell, like he, it's almost like you both did. You both, well, you both haven't really said that to yeah. each other, probably. No, nah. of that level. So, yeah, he was almost sound like he was very caught off guard, and, and, and it, yeah. it almost hit him as well. And I think the cool thing is that when you have that, so he goes back and works, and he almost thinks about it. Oh gosh, shit, maybe who's my hero? Who's my hero? Or I really got to. Really call, call Tom more, and or, or just tell him how much he then means to me as well. But no, how do you um, how do you feel after that? Obviously, it feels pretty pretty good just to say it to someone. I think they both said like they sort of know it, but it's good to hear it. Yeah, especially with Dad there, like he knows that I probably wouldn't say anything like that, and that's probably because he wouldn't say anything like that. And that's for where I where I get it from. You only know what you've been taught. And yeah, like you, yeah. You, you learn your lessons from your parents. Exactly. So it was good to hear. Well, first of all, it was good to say it, but then to hear he was basically said the same thing back. So it was it was good to good to hear that, and and from mum as well. Yeah, she's you can sort of tell like the way they act is a bit they're different. From yeah, each other, oh, and dad, but day and night, but perfect like yeah. balance. Like yeah. mum, mum just loves it and loves uh you know having a bit of fun, which is good to tell her because you know a lot of the time we just joke around with each other. So it was good to be serious and and get those get those words. And with those just, like and with those mums like that who can just like make. Jokes all the time can oh. just piss you off when they tell everyone <laughs> that you're a Fortnite connoisseur sure. dancer. There are some points. She came up to Alice Springs yeah. a couple of weekends ago and we yeah. played there. Yeah. And luck of the draw, she's staying at the same hotel no. as the team. No. <laughs> and we're in the team room like just having dinner as coaches, uh, support staff, massage therapists, all the players. Everybody. Everybody. And she's out the front doing these dance moves like out the window <laughs> just in front of no. everybody. Someone's like, oi, no. Sparrow, is that your mum, dude? Dead. Honestly, the Dead next serious. day I come up, I go to get breakfast and one of the boys, Trent Rivers, he's younger than me, he's, his room was in the same block as mum and he said that. We, he went to bed the night before and saw my mum like going into her room and she was just doing these weird dances and, she, and then he comes and tells me, he goes, Bridger, I saw your mum last night just doing these weird ass dance dances. moves. Yeah, I'm like, that would have been her for sure. No, everyone knows it. Like, it's so funny. They just know, like, she's just laugh at the party. Spaz's mum's just that's the best. That's her. Like, that's her. And when it's your mum, it's like, oh, mum, what are you doing? Cringe, but it's so much fun. But everyone loves it. Loves like, it. it's just something you infectious. You learn, you learn just to love it and have a, have a, have a bit of a laugh, like we did there. And you know, she tries to throw you under the bus a little bit, and it's just it's whatever. That's who I am. Whatever. Well. 
That was nice. Thanks for that. Nice to call both parents as well. Yeah. I don't think we've never yeah. done that, so it's it's cool to kind of get both parents. You haven't had many um, dads, so like I spoke. Yeah, about. it's, it's nice. really yeah. nice that you were able to do that with your dad, and then next time you see each other, you can you can have your own personal private version yeah. of it. So that would be special. I'll probably give them a buzz as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Triple H podcast. Like and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Music to stay up to date with episodes and follow us at the Triple H podcast on Instagram. If you wish to get in touch with us, send an email at the Triple H podcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to Prizefight for providing the theme, his song, Vulnerable. And thank you to Uncle Michael O'Brien for our show's Welcome to Country.